All right, welcome to episode seven. First of all, on behalf of both of us, I'd like to apologize for the lack of content over the holiday period, but we are now back to at least one podcast a week. We've both been busy traveling and Christmas, New Year's, birthdays, all of that. Um, So yeah, we're back now properly. Um, Since our last episode, the Premier League has restarted and three games have come and gone which we'll dissect today and also get into transfer rumours for January. As always, I'm Gav, joined by Maka. How you going, Bear? Hey, I'm doing very well, very well. Happy to be back on the potty. Um, it's been a hot minute, that's for sure. Way too uh, long in between drinks. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Um, and, yeah, I guess I do also want to apologise because we didn't really uh, give a bit of a send-off on our last potty before the break. Um, yeah, we were planning to do one in person um, whilst I was down. However, it didn't happen. We ran out of time. It is what it is, but um, happy to be back here now talking about Arsenal, back in action. I fucking love it, Gav. I fucking love it. Still on top of the table too. How good is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five points after this morning's... Uh, result, but you know, it is what it is. So. After Chelsea fumbling, oh. <laughs> felt weird this morning. Fucking like wanting oh. Chelsea to win felt very weird. Wanting them to win, <laughs> it did, it did indeed. Um, fucking hate Chelsea, I hate them so much. We'll be doing the same thing in a few days too when the United uh, Manchester Derby's on too. Is that in a few days? Oh, not a few days, but it's it's soon, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's their next league game. I, th- I could be wrong there, but yeah, they play very, very soon. Yeah, okay. Because um, yeah, that's going to be weird, especially because United. I mean, they are. What, it's at Old Trafford. Anything can fucking happen, man. And they're yeah. they're in fucking good form too. They are, yeah. Especially at home, especially yep. at home. Yep. And, and um, Eric Ten Hag. Full credit to him, he's actually got them playing well now. They started off a bit shaky and he's working out the kinks and stuff, but I'm literally hoping they just can nick a result from City. Yeah, I love that. I hate United, however, I love to see them. Yeah. Yep. So a loss would be huge. And a loss for, oh, sorry, a win for United really wouldn't affect us that much. Um, Not in these early stages, no. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, they can still choke and drop out of the top four as well. It's a it's a, it's a long season. Fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but at the moment, we'll take the five point lead as of you know today, um, and uh, yeah, go from there. I guess so. Five point lead still fucking better than I guess um, being behind them or or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a funny one. Um, we spoke about that earlier off off recording. Like it's it's a good lead, but it's also there's a lot of anxiety there too because it is City and they are the best team in the country over the last you know five ten years without debate. Um, to have them chasing you, it's always a it's an awkward one. It feels a bit yucky if anything. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. no good. It's like you just fucking waiting for it to happen. Waiting for it to happen, you know. Yeah. It's just a matter of time, or it's like, yeah, yeah. It is. It is tough. It's um, <sighs> yeah. It makes me anxious, actually. But also, like, like, I'm really, really, really <laughs> fucking enjoying the fact that we've we're in this position too to 
being to being chased. Like it's when was the last time we were in this spot? It's been it's been fucking time. Oh, exactly, mate. And um, throw back to last season, not to you know dig up old wounds, kind of thing. Um, I think we may have been where Liverpool are roughly, or even worse off. Uh, yeah, I think of- a little bit worse off, especially like the first three, four, five games. We were definitely in an awful, awful position. But, oh, um, absolutely, yeah. yeah. 17, 18 games in, I'm pretty sure, I'm going to get this wrong, but we were sitting roughly around 25 points or 24 points. I yeah, think. gotcha. Um, I'd have to check out. However, now, 17 games in, 44 points. Like, that yep. is just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, best ever start to an Arsenal campaign ever. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Happy, happy days. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it is so good. It is so good to yeah to be where we are at the moment. I guess like yeah. I, I don't know. For me, it still kind of hasn't like sunk in that we're we've been on top for eight. Like it has, but because there's that gigantic motherfucker called Manchester City just waiting, you know. It, it still isn't like, uh, you know, it, it's kind of taken the edge off it a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. a little bit pessimist, pessimistic, pessimistic or not, but, um, yeah. Yeah, and I'll get where you're coming from for sure, for sure. Also, like, slapping an entire World Cup tournament smack bang in the middle of the fucking season didn't help either, but... Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a weird season, but I'm literally I'm enjoying fucking every second of it. I've got my hopes set way too high already, but I know you're on the opposite <laughs> end of that spectrum, but I've got my hopes all the way up there. I'm ready to be heard again. Um, but yeah. Michael Scott, how good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no question about it. Um, yeah. Also, just uh, briefly, really briefly, um, talking about the World Cup in the middle of the tournament, mm-hmm. uh, couldn't be happier for Argentina because we actually haven't. We didn't really finish off with the podcast um, in terms of the France Argentina final. We However, did not. No. Yeah, we did. Which I was really kind of looking forward to because I mean, I get briefly touch on it right now. So stoked that messy one. Briefly touch on not- top three games of all time. Just briefly touch on that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It was. I I do agree with that. However, I also agree with like my personal opinion was it should have been put to bed uh, before the ninety minute mark. Um, yep, hundred percent. I just think we're confident. They were dominant. France were fucking rubbish. Like for what 70, 80 minutes of that game out there. Mm-hmm. Again, just my personal opinion. Um, should have been put to bed, shouldn't have went to extra time. However, it was a fucking fantastic game because it went to extra time. Um, yeah. That game literally had everything. Like, you couldn't have dreamt up a better fucking game in terms of, like, stats, who scored, what happened. Go on to pens, pens a bit of cop-out, sure. But, yeah. yeah. Fuck, I don't know, man. That was literally, like, for me, top three games I've ever watched, ever. Dude, that's huge. Yeah. That's Fucking huge. And I had no horses in that race either, like outside of wanting Messi to win a World Cup. Like it was, I think that's a, probably a big part of it for me, in fairness. But yeah, yeah fuck me, what a game. What a game. What a way to finish the World Cup. Um, I think it went from, uh, you know, having a lot of shadows thrown upon it mm-hmm. in the beginning to, to having that end. Um, 
really turned the World Cup around, I think. Um, but, you know, you can throw in, especially with how well Australia played from an Australian point of view, but in terms of Argentina winning and how it finished, yeah, one of my favourite uh, World Cups now, I reckon, for sure. Yeah, entirely, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, shit place that it was held in and, um, yeah, there's a lot of neg- negative connotations surrounding that, but... Um, yeah, what a way to finish. What a way to finish. Um, yep. And for me, like, yeah, we're both on the same page, but he's the GOAT. Like, Messi's the GOAT, 100%. There's no debating. There wasn't any debating beforehand. He's, he's gone on, you know, uh, kind of cemented it in now. Like, yeah. You can't, like, I won't sit there and listen to anyone say that someone else is better than him ever. It'd be funny and entertaining to listen to someone try and justify why someone else is better just because you know they're wrong <laughs> and they're just going to be talking <laughs> shit and you know that they're wrong, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, um, I don't think there's any argument that can be made. Yeah, anyway. That's, um... Even if there were any <laughs> arguments, it'll be hypothetical shit that just does not matter. Like the facts are there and they've been there for time now and it's just conversation done. Enjoy him while he's got two, three years left. Exactly, yeah. And um, I think that's the thing that I'll miss the most about the World Cup is is not watching Messi on a, on a weekly basis, or on like a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't watch League One all that, all that much and, and, you know, Arsenal not being in the Champions League is kind of, well, for me personally, I don't watch a lot of it anymore. Um, I probably shouldn't, but uh, I don't. And, I definitely don't either. Yeah, and now we don't get to watch Messi play, really. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Also, because in Australia here, we have to like, watch it on the stand, and that's frustrating as. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> again, just quickly... Touch on it, yeah. So happy for Messi. So happy for him. And, um, yeah, did you have any other comments on that, mate? No, nah, mate. Just the goat doing what he does. Just yeah. simple as that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. <clears throat> West Ham game? West Ham game. So it was that 27th oh, yeah. of December. Um, that, was, that was early morning. That was um, on my birthday as well. Um, shout out, mate. Uh, um, you turned 30 or what? Uh, 37, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Did you miss the second half of that, correct? I did, I did, yeah. yes. Um, for was, me, yeah, sorry, you're right, mate. I was going to say, it was definitely a game of two halves. Um, the first half, West Ham would definitely sat back looking to defend and try and, you know, get a draw, potentially nick a, le- nick a lead. Um, but we'd work that out by the time half time and rolled around, and it was so fucking easy to pick apart. Being one nil down going into half time, sure, but I was never concerned. Um, and then we just worked out how to pick them apart in that second half, and it was just, it was really like a non event. Like it's, it was, it was a non event. It was so fucking clinical from us, I thought. Yeah. And, um, I only watched the highlights of that game. Um, I actually, and I'm not pretty much watching the whole second half just on um, replay, just, you know, from Optus Sport highlights kind of thing. Anyway, um, yeah, unreal. Unreal mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, picking on part. I wish uh, Martin Odegaard 
play that as a pass on a shot. Like, <laughs> still um, counted as an assist. Still it counted. Did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, that would have been a little bit of a Mesut Ozil-esque, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, from, from the first half, uh, to me, it just seemed like the boys were trying to get back into the like into the role of things, into the mix of things. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit rusty, I think, would be the right word to use. Um, then, yeah, as, yeah, I didn't watch the second half because I was um, just catching up with family. But, um, yeah, second half absolutely killed it, really. And I remember you saying, yeah, going into that, going into that second half, you were never phased. And, um, yeah, it seems to be what teams just do against us now, just sit back, either have five in the defence, five, four, one, um, or four, five, one. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that, mate? Well, especially at the Emirates too. Like, that's going to be a theme throughout the remainder of the year and we've got to get used to that fact. That just is what it's going to be. Um, still not lost there all year. Um I don't know who's going to beat us there next, if any. Um, it's We'll dive into it more. I think Newcastle did a way better job of it at sitting back and just being defensive and playing that block. Um, but, yeah, it was like West Ham, they initially had like just Antonio and maybe one other guy up top in the first half. But then come second half, they were, it was literally everybody was behind halfway, defending, defending, defending. And Odegaard, uh, Odegaard was fucking unreal. He has been for the last three, four, five games. Um, yeah, he was unreal in, in terms of just getting that attack going and making the passes and finding the gaps and all of that. It was just that front four, really, like, was just fucking unreal. Yeah, next level, um, And, like, there's just so many guys that go under the radar a bit, I guess, and probably underappreciated, like Ben White, uh, that midfield, Jaka party, like they, they, those two probably don't get their flowers enough, I don't think. Like they've, as a pair, those two have not had a bad game all year. Yeah, I And that's it's a, just like literally like the core of that team. Like they're literally irreplaceable right now. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought that game was really a bit of a non-event um not not a non-event but it was no, no contest i think like it was it was never going to go west ham's way yeah um as you said like emirates uh arsenal at emirates like have been yeah an unstoppable force really mm-hmm. um, for me i think it was a big <laughs> it was a big fuck you from eddie and Kedia as well um don't know if you agree with that or not with him scoring a goal mm-hmm um, and for fantastic goal as well too. Terrible defending, however, great goal. Won't take that away from him. It was, like the um, finish was relatively standard, but like the composure and the body shape and the where um, know it all to make that turn, and even the build up prior to that. You know, Ben White dinking the ball over the defender. Yeah. Just the build up play in between. It was fucking unreal to watch. It was. Um, it really when was. you'd said that to the our group chat that morning, you're like, oh, I've missed the second half. I watched the highlights. And I said to you, I was like, strap in and watch Enkedia's goal because it's fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> and it fucking was beautiful to watch. I only watched it about you know, 10, 11 times. I think. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Martinelli bagging a goal as well. I love mm. to see. Awful goalkeeping. Awful fucking goalkeeping. Yeah. But he well, loves scoring against West Ham. He's just, I think he scored every time he's played West Ham. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, um, that's a good stat to have, actually. Yeah. Awful <laughs> goalkeeping. Just to be entirely transparent there, awful keeping. If you're getting better in your post <laughs> like that, you're fucking not having a good sleep that night. No way. <laughs> it, it is tough. It is. Um, I know I've mentioned it before and, you know, being a, uh, like I used to be a goalkeeper, we'll say I was a goalkeeper, I guess, for the majority of my footballing career. Um, yeah, you're always, it's like getting nutty, it's getting nutty, mm-hmm. really. Like that same feeling, like, oh my God, you know, your dignity's going out the fucking window. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, yeah, you should never be that far off your near post because mm-hmm. there was a good metre gap, maybe metre and a half gap. Took the like, took the opportunity um, again. Not going to take it away from Martinelli because he saw the opportunity, fucking banged it in anyway. Um, yeah, was was unreal. Um, it's not the first time he's scored a goal very similar to that this year. I think it was Villa. I could be entirely wrong there, actually. Um, but he's definitely scored a winner this year. It might have been. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but he scored a winner like on that near post on the left side there. Yeah, and it was, it was a late winner. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember what it was. Was it Villa? I don't know if it was Villa or not. I remember it being like um, near someone. Post, like it was someone not great. Might, maybe like a Bournemouth or something. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I can't remember. I um, he, he's definitely scored one this year. Very, very similar. Yeah, no, he um, loves loves running the ball, and I'll touch on it briefly. But more so in the Newcastle game, but like I've I've heard you say. The boys need to get Martinelli the ball. Like the boys mm-hmm. need to get like I think you message out every, every game, game, every at game, at least yeah. twice every game. Like yep. seriously, yeah. And when he does get the ball, like he's fucking dangerous. He needs to get all the yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I mean, both sides are incredibly good attacking and. um Saka's definitely more about creating opportunities. Gabrielle's just like attack, attack, attack. Take him on, fuck him back yourself, which I love to watch. And that's like mm-hmm. why he's one of my favourite players. Probably, you know, one of my two favourite players. <laughs> um, yeah. He's just so good to watch. Hey? He's so good to watch. Um, well, um, yeah. we'll dive into that one a bit deeper in the Newcastle <clears throat> segment because there was quite a few instances there, as you say, where I'd notice where we needed to get the ball on the other side, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, just to wrap up that Arsenal-West Ham game, because it was a few days ago now, it was what, like a yeah. week ago, roughly. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, as, as I said, like it was a bit of a no contest, really. Like it was never going to go any way outside of that, I didn't think. I was never nervous at the start of the game. I wasn't nervous when they went up. Um, I thought the pen was a bit generous, but you know it is what it is. Swings and roundabouts. Um, yeah, can't get into that too. And much. yeah, so Saka, Martinelli, Eddie scored. Martin yep. to assist. Sort of really all you can ask for in a win. I thought. Clean sheet would have been nice, but yeah, yeah it is it what it is. Bad. Yeah. Um, just real, real quick. Love to see uh, KT um, start as well. Mm-hmm. I think do you play all? Um, your whole game on oh, no, a semi third minute, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But, yeah, no. Love to see him start because I don't see him starting a lot in the Premier League this year. So, took his opportunity. I thought he had a really good game. Um, well, yeah, he really has a bad game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably an easier statement to make. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's so good. He's yeah. such a good left back, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good so problem good. to have having yeah. to decide between Zinchenko or Kieran Tierney. Like, it's fuck. <laughs> it's very nice to have. It's extremely nice to have. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, that's all I pretty much wanted to talk about, uh, about the West Ham game. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the Brighton game. Yep. And you were marginally hungover slash sleepy for this one. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to recall a great deal of it. Um, um, i got to go to work that day. Absolutely yeah, steamed. Just really quick, just getting a little bit off topic. I was like working at 7am and I was seven, some old bastard, some Canadian guy. And um, <laughs> he was banging on about like, oh, like, it was so, so bad. This is at 7am and I was like, fuck off. Like, I don't know what he is. Absolute drivel. Um, at 7 a.m., I'm hungover, sitting in, just drove an hour. Oh my god, that was awful. Oh my, god. oh mate, I'm telling, I'm telling you, that was yeah, not a good day for me. No. <laughs> Customer service when you're hungover is not a fun time. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's um, yeah, rock bottom really. It's, uh, anyway, so I was yeah. A little, a little hungover for this game. Wasn't the worst for wear. Yeah, I I watched yeah. this game on about an hour, maybe an hour, hour and a half sleep. So you know, it was a little bit foggy, but got there. <laughs> um, pretty similar, despite the scoreline. I thought it was fairly similar to the West Ham game in terms of being not a no contest. This game was a lot tougher. Um, by the time it actually rolled around, four um, two, we got up. Um, again, that front four had scored. Um, Odegaard had scored didn't in the previous one. Um, again, Martin was fucking unreal. Like his last last three games, he's been so so good. Um, dude, that assist. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I loved watching that. Oh, that was nearly better than the goal. Like, yeah. Oh no! First time. I think it's been a theme of. Um, definitely the last and like the end of um, last season and the start of this season is like I'm pretty sure Mikael's came out and said this like he wants to play a brand of football where like the boys could essentially have their eyes shut and like um, or you know uh, how, how do I explain this really fucking so, um, like, not even think about the past but just play it anyway because you know that man is. You know that man is supposed to be there. Like if you yeah. play that pass, there he's fucking there because that's his job. And that assist was exactly that. Yep. To a T. Like it yep. was perfect, perfectly weighted. Yeah, it's just amazing. Gabriel making that run, awesome, so fucking good. And yeah. I, I fucking love Martin Odegaard. Like he's top two of my favourite players in the club, and he has been since he came in on loan. Um, a tough one for me to swallow is one of my favourite Arsenal players of all time, Mesut Ozil. Um, those comparisons, like it happens all the time, those comparisons, but I'm 
I've been for a little while like, oh, no, he's not there yet. You can't say that. Mezzet's, Mezzet was a different level, different gravy. But I'm starting to like get over that hump a little bit. I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. He's still got a long way to go. He's only 24. But, yeah. like, fuck me, he's so, so good. Look, I, I still think, yeah, I, I 100% agree with him, like, what you've just said. He's still got a little bit to go in terms of his attacking uh, prowess, but Martin bring like he's a different uh, he's a different camp. Like he actually comes back and defends and works yes. his fucking ass off, which Özil just didn't have that. And you know, uh, at the time, Arsenal Baker probably didn't want him to defend anyway, and he could get away with it. However, watching on, you just look at him and be like, he's fucking lazy. But Martin, on the other hand, like works his ass off. Like, oh my. God, it's so good. It's so good. And um, uh, to me, I think that's the biggest difference at the moment between um, the comparisons. And, yeah, it, 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 like, I love to see the chems working back. I love it. And don't get me wrong, like, Ozil, again, going back to what I was saying before, he's a different player for me mm-hmm. compared to Erdegaard. Maybe he didn't have to defend. Um but yeah, Martin's definitely getting to that level in terms of an attacking prowess, that's for sure. Yep. And he's getting a lot better at deciding when to play that cute pass or when to just have a fucking crack and have a shot too. Um, they're not always going to come off. It happened with the West Ham game. He decided to not play that pass and have a shot and it ended up he scuffed it and it ended up in the goal anyway. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know, like with the way that front four is operating, like there's room for error, and it's there's there's going to be someone there to pick up the scraps. If you know what I mean, like it's just the way that front four is running, it's fucking unreal to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's like clockwork at the moment, really. And um, yeah, I just don't see like there's no other word to describe it. Really, it's just working so well. It's so so good to watch. Um, yeah. And it hasn't been like this for years, really. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's it's been like this for. Oh Christ! I don't know. Like the top four have been playing in unison, like in cohesion, so fucking well. Um, mm-hmm. I love to see it. I really do. And that's the yeah, thing, like, we're not too. relying on, like, one guy to get all of our goals like we have been in years gone by. Like, it's well, literally, like, it's just <laughs> sharing it around and it's working. And that's where I actually thought back to. I was like, oh, you know, like, obviously, we were last in Champions League, but, yeah, like, Sanchez got us there. And it was like, you know, the VPs, like, there was always one person mm-hmm. absolutely carrying us. Really. Bamiang for a little bit of time there too. Yeah. Yeah, Bamiang was killing it. Like, it, like if Bamiang wasn't scoring for like 12, 18 months there, we were fucked. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, um, yeah, he would get the blame anyway. Um, yeah. No, he, like, and, and that's the thing. Like now it's not. Like you just said, it was Saka, Erdegaard and Kadia and Martinelli that just like that scored against Brighton. How often do you see that in any team? You know? Um, you never see that top four or whatever it is, top three, even all scoring. Or rarely see it anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just love to see it, mate. I really love to see it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, again, I need to watch the Brighton game, watch the highlights, but that assist 
wow, something else, something else. So. I feel like the score line's a bit generous to Brighton. Like, they played pretty well. They weren't poor by any means. Um, but, like, for them to score two, I thought it was a bit uh, a bit generous. But, um, yeah, you know, three points is three points. Um, clean sheet would have been good. Probably Holden's they deserved. But, yeah, I don't know. They, they played fairly well, I thought. But, yeah, it was definitely deserved three points for us. It's something that... Uh, Tata will be focusing on, that's for sure, is is getting those clean sheets again. Well, especially with the way fucking Ramsdale reacts when someone scores, bro. Like, can you imagine being on the wrong end of Ramsdale when someone oh, scores? Dude. He blows up. <laughs> that's all. Oh, it's not all he cares about, but a clean sheet for him is a fucking massive, massive win. Oh, yeah. Clean sheets for, for a goalkeeper, it's essentially mm-hmm. like scoring a goal, scoring three yep. goals, you know. It's, it's our it's, it's our objective. It's their objective, sorry. <laughs> um, it's their main objective, though. Oh, objective, sorry. Um, yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, two, two, four, or yep. three, how, however you want to say it. Um, Away too, and and to go to Brighton and get points this year hasn't been a super super easy job. Um, they've been they've been a great team for a little while now, even when they had Potter there. Potter yeah. since moved on, and they're probably almost you could argue better now. I was thinking that actually this morning after watching the Chelsea. Oh, I was working and I had I kind of had it on, but um, yeah. is that the Chelsea City game? Yeah, yeah. I actually think they're nearly better. Um, I think so. Like, don't get me wrong, they they played quite well in the pod, and that's why you got the move to Chelsea. But mm. mate, I think they're on fire. Actually, like, where are Brought- Brighton are better and Chelsea are shite. Like, it's fucking yeah. great trade. <laughs> Well, Brighton are on 27 points and Chelsea are on 24. Same games played. How good is that? I'm not going to complain about it. No, fuck no. It's, it's great to see. And we love to see it. Yeah. We love to see it. And, um, yeah, anyway, so I, yeah, I wish I did watch that game. However, yeah, obviously I was stinging, so. <laughs> um, I did notice that Zinchenko started. Mm-hmm. Um, subbed off at the 60th minute. Um, that was for Tierney, so he's still got a few minutes there, about 30 minutes. Tommy Yasser at the same time. El Nenny's back as well, which is good. Um, yeah, overall, yeah, it was um, there was a good win, three win, uh, three points. Sorry, so yep. we'll take it, especially after last year. I think that was one of the games we choked. Um, with getting into Champions League. So. Not even just last year. There's a few times where Brighton have just done us home and away. Like, and it's just, it was one of those games, like, since they'd come back up, like, where they just somehow fucking get us. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to, nice to get a dub over them. Absolutely, yeah. I think they're starting to be, um, yeah, our bogey team. Yeah, and, and um, like to be transparent, they are a good team, and they're uh, it's hard as they're like overperforming because they've been like pretty consistent for a long time now. Like they 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 are a good team. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Can't take that away from them. Um, especially with players like Pascal Gross and um, like Trossard banging in goals left, right, and centre. Um, yeah, see these players, I guess no one expected to do that well, and um, mm-hmm. in a team like. So, yeah, they've, they've really done. They've really done well. Respect where it's due. Yeah, and, and in um, our game with them, they were missing McAllister and someone else too. Yeah, one yeah, of the other yeah, midfielders, yeah. I can't remember who. So the, the 
it was two midfielders essentially that they were missing. Which you know, if you take two midfielders out of two starting midfielders out of any team ever, they're going to struggle. Like it's yeah, yeah massive yeah, hole to fill. Yeah, hundred percent. As if we didn't play with Hardy and Jacko, like I don't, I, yeah, well, I, hope, I hope we don't see it. But yeah, we'd have Moe and Sambi there, like yeah. Yeah, yeah so. tearing my hair out just thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, three points. Three points at Brighton. We'll take that every day of the week. Um, yeah. Did you have uh, anything else you want to talk about about that game? No, nah, that's it, bro. Three points. Absolutely deserved. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Um, actually, just real quick, I didn't realise this until now, but. I didn't watch the game, obviously. They had 60, 67.8% possession. Yeah. More passes and touches than us. Uh, mm-hmm. By a country mile, too. But, um, yeah, I just, I just thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it shows that they're starting to play up with the big boys, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, mate, on to the most recent game. Yeah, let's move on to this fucking draw with Newcastle. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying this to you before, like I've had this conversation with myself during the day since then, like what's it been, two, three days since, um, and I'd be calm about it, I'm like fuck, whatever it is, what it is, and then I'll just wind myself up more and be like, fuck, we should have won that because we, <laughs> we should have won that. Outside of the yeah. pens and the VR refing, blah, 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 we should have won that. And that's not discrediting Newcastle whatsoever. They're a great team and they're probably, they literally are the best they have been for a couple of decades. Like no debate. Um, But I I do, yeah, we did leave three points there, I thought. 100%. Um, Yeah. I want to give more, put more my opinion of of Newcastle on, on what you just said was. Yeah, they've been the best they've ever been. I think they've been the, like, the best defensively they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't think they're that good going forward. Um, again, that's just my personal opinion. However, I I didn't really rate them going forward at all. And I know we just had some react, like kind of brief conversation off, uh, off recording. Um yeah, they obviously just set up to defend, 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 just like seems to be the theme against Arsenal now, isn't it? It's actually quite, uh, you know, it's a bit of a compliment. Um, yep. Yeah. And we've never really had that, or well, not not in a long time anyway, so. Um, but they just set up to defend, really, and um, going forward, I, th- I actually didn't think they were that great at all. No, they weren't. They had a couple of guys on the bench. I thought they could have potentially started, or especially Sam Maxman. I don't know if he was nursing an injury or something, but um, if he started, I thought that would have been a lot more hairy. Um, but even like um, Miguel Amaron, he's been scoring a lot of their goals this year and barely noticed he was on the pitch. Um, yeah. Callum Wilson had, I can't remember the stat, but he had not a great deal of touches. He did fuck all. Um so defensively, I thought we were sound, um, but Newcastle defensively coming to the league leaders and having a plan to set up shop and defend and defend, 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 defend. 
they and the fucking time waste to be fair to them. Like they yeah. had a game plan <laughs> and they could not have executed it better if they tried, I didn't think. Um, yeah. And it wasn't for lack of trying from Arsenal's point of view at all. Like we were trying to do the right things and break them apart and keep the ball and it just and have way more shots and all of that. Um, it just wasn't the day, I didn't think. Um, There's a few good chances for us that I thought we should have scored outside of any penalty shouts and VAR shouts. We should have probably scored, but on a different day they go in. But, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah. It is what it is, and um, I just, yeah, they, they really were defensively excellent. And, um, could, like, you know, going back to, like, the West Ham game and, you know, the Brighton game, we could break them down, especially the West Ham game, because I saw yes. more yep. of it. Um, I, I think the theme is now where teams just try and, like, try and defend, 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 defend until they can get one cheeky little goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's until we actually go uh, one, you know, we go up one nil or two one, whatever it is, is when teams shit the bed because they're like, oh fuck, we need to win this game, and they get out of this shape that uh, they've obviously been training for, they've set up for against us, and yeah, shit the bed. We usually bang in, well, we bang in what four against Brighton and then three against West Ham. Exactly Two what happened goals. against exactly what happened against West Ham. They we brought it back one all, and then it was just fucking floodgates opened. Exactly, um, and you know credit where it's due for Newcastle. They did defend. They did defend. However, they didn't. Yeah, it, look, I don't know if this is like a bad thing to say because you know they came. Yeah, like you said, they came to the league leaders. Got a point. That's a win for them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, however, is it a team that you like, you want to support if they're just defending the whole game? I don't know. Like, it was funny watching, especially late on in that game, the last sort of 10, 15 minutes, because um, the ball was, for the most part, in the corner of the stadium where the Newcastle fans were. And there was that one fat tubby fuck that was just dancing <laughs> and had the time of his life celebrating a draw. And I'm just like, you fucking loser, bro. Yeah. You fucking loser. <laughs> I'm sure he was having an unreal time, but, like, fuck off, bro. I uh, know. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's, to be fair, this, again, this is the, the best they've been in decades. Yeah. Um, well, like, I, I, I get it. I get it. But also, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. I'm still salty about it. But, yeah. You know, yeah. I was going to say, currently celebrating Jewel, but I know we've done that before too, so. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another big yeah. thing. Like, if you rewind, say, hypothetically, you know, Newcastle, third or fourth or whatever, and we get a point, you know, 12, 18 months ago against a three, third, fourth place team, where it's taken that as a win, whereas now it feels like a fucking loss, and that's exactly. progress. It's progress. Like, it is. It's a tough one to follow, but that's you know, in terms of, like, a long-term planning and long-term future and the way the club's going, like, it's it's a it's a win in a sense, I guess. Um, the fact that it feels like a loss. Yeah. I'm, it's been three days. I'm still fucking livid about it. Like. <laughs> Just getting triggered. Uh, about it, hey? <laughs> um, look, I, I just... My biggest question is, like, I know... Newcastle will be different because they've defended so well mm-hmm. um, this whole season now. Um, 
but now for us, it's it's maybe going to that next point where we can still break down those defensively good teams. Um, yes, yep. Even when they're playing with fucking 10 men in the box kind of thing, you know? Um, like, because there will come times, especially against like the lower tier teams where at the end of the season we're going to need to win, obviously, um, and they're going to need to win. And they'll just like, they'll, no, sorry, they'll need a draw. This is all hypothetical. But they'll play with fucking 10 men in the box, 11 men in the box, and I don't know how to... Yeah, I guess this is the next level that we need to like need to step to. Yep. Going back to, like, two seasons ago, we'll say, two, three seasons ago, where Liverpool always bagged a fucking goal, like, right at the end to get the win. Very important win, obviously. Um, but those good teams... Like, Liverpool back then, um, Manchester City again for, like, the last five years or whatever... Mm-hmm. And being able to do that, and now we need to elevate to that level. Um, yeah. yeah, I so I think for me, it's just like it's still, like, yeah, point to point, it's better than none, I guess. But that's where I see us. Um, I think that's like a, the level that we need to be at, really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, like it's hard with that because there are teams that are going to play like that and I have all the confidence in the world that we can pick them apart and fucking score goals. And yeah. funnily enough, we've got, and it's not even like a bias, bantery thing, but we've got the North London derby, the next league game, <laughs> and I have all the fucking confidence in the world. We can go to whatever their new stadium's called and fucking get a result there. Whereas like yeah. with this Newcastle game going into it, I'm like, okay, these guys actually can fucking shut up shop and do a job. And it was a bit, it was a bit nervy. I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen here. But like, especially like Chelsea as well. Like I'm fucking, well, Chelsea are going to have to come to us in the next, next time we play. They're going to have to come yeah. to Emirates. Of all the confidence in the world, those cunts are going to sit there with five at the back and we can pick them apart. Um, but there's certain teams where I'm like, okay, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, exactly. Um, like a city, you know, because we still haven't faced them this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this season, sorry. And when we get to that level, I think I'll be pretty confident saying, yeah, done. We're winning your league kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We're just not quite there yet for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I agree with you 100%, mate. I do. Um, because, yeah. Especially Tottenham. We know what they're like. Fucking boring, boring, shitty. Even Ben Colley was saying, like, you know. Doesn't watch him anymore. Yeah, doesn't watch him anymore. Yeah. That's shambles. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm buzzing to watch Arsenal play every fucking week. We don't play for another 10 days, and that's fucking very upsetting for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we've got Oxford in the cup, but yeah. Yeah, like Prem Prem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's because of how, like, yeah, I forget who it was. It was either Michael Richards or it was one of those guys on, on the panel, like Henri, mm-hmm. um, Gary Neville and that. They were like, you know, you've got to support your team um, even if they're playing well, like even if they're getting results or I shouldn't say playing well. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I guess where's, like, you know, where do you draw the line? And uh, I don't, look, I don't want to talk about them too much because um, I know like, we're playing fucking whole footy as it is and I love to see it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I just, yeah, we should have won. It does feel like a loss, 100%. But uh, what do you do? I guess you just move on to the next game. Um, yeah. That's the big message yeah. that comes out of the camp. Every game, win, lose, draw, it's game by game, game by game, game by game, and that's all it is, and that just seems to be working really, really fucking well. Yeah, um, um, whether it's, you know, Mikel speaking after a game or, you know, Zinchenko, fucking Odegaard, whoever, like it's always just a, uh, okay, yeah, game's done. We've got the next one. That's the job. It's always just, yeah, they're never resting. Like it's always not thinking too far ahead, just the next immediate fucking job to do and get it done. And if there's been a disappointing game like this, it's, yeah, like whatever, apart from Arteta, <laughs> Post-conference, uh, post-game pop-out, match gone. Oh, fuck. I'm really butchered that, sorry. <laughs> Arteta, after the game, his, um, his interview, holy fuck, he blew up. What um, did he call the penalty shot? Scandalous? Scandalous. Scandalous. Oh, oh, oh. I love to see that. I mean, he's not wrong. I oh, I mean, yeah, it's it, heat of the moment. Heat Ooh. of the moment. Yeah, fucking oath. Um, I've come around with that handball. Like, you see him given, you see him don't given. It is what it is. But that shirt tug on Big Gabby, um, him getting pulled in the box, that's a fucking stonewall pen. Yeah. Especially like, there because... was three bookings prior to that in that same fucking game where there's a shirt tug like that, and they've got a yellow card for it. If that in the box, in an attacking sense, is not a fucking foul, I don't know how <laughs> it works. I have no idea. Took the words right out of my mouth, mate. <laughs> I think I think that's the biggest thing with me because I'm like, op- I don't want VAR. Like, it's always come around. Like, if it didn't work for you one game, it'll work for you the next game. Like, without VAR, if calls go against you, they'll work for you. It just always worked itself out. And, like, VAR is there to stop howlers. And it's just at a point now where it's just so fucking inconsistent and they're just nitpicky on little shit and it's either fucking a team or helping a team. Like, it just needs to be there for its job, which is to stop howlers. Like, that yeah. West Ham game, I don't know if you recall this, um, Martin Odegaard had had a shot from outside the box, and oh, it had yeah. hit a player <laughs> in the fucking forehead, and the ref, who was, you know, clear as day looking at it, and he'd called it a handball. And even live, I'm like, fuck, if we get a handball for that in a pan, I'll take it, but it's not a handball. Yeah. And then, you know, they reviewed it and stuff. Like, that's what VAR is there for, to stop the fucking stinkers of calls. Exactly. And it's, it's not being used for that, and it's fucked. Yeah, and we were speaking about this the other day, and you said exactly that. Like, it, it's there to stop the howlers. It's, it's there. even, uh, was it the West Ham game where, yeah, Saka scored, but he was like a fucking bee's dick offside. The flag, like the line, he put up his flag, his um, his flag for offside. Um, but they recorded it back. I think what he initially put it up for was actually onside, but then mm-hmm. sure enough, he was offside by like a beast or whatever it was. I'm like, yeah. Oh, let's say hypothetically he wasn't offside, and he gave that offside. He gave that offside anyway. And then us going back and watching it again, not being gone, we would have been fucking fuming. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so it should be there. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you draw the line? It's oh, you'd think like in the, our day and age, they'd be able to fucking figure out something. Like 
the, like the amount of technology that we have. Mm. Just, just it, it, like it, it is a it's a work in progress. To, like they are <coughs> working on the working on the most effective ways to get it done and to have it be proper. And it's, it's, I think it's just I don't know. So many grey areas that just need to be consistent, and they aren't, and that's frustrating as fuck as a fan. Like yeah. not even just like from an Arsenal perspective, but as a football fan, there's been games this year that I've watched and. Like you just watch some calls that get made in one game, and then the next game that evening, like this, a similar thing can happen, and it's the opposite call. It's just like where the fuck is the line drawn? Exactly. Yeah, I think as football fans, all we ask is for, like is for consistency in refereeing calls. That's like that's all we ask. Like it's, it's all we ask. Like it, but like even like on field as a ref or as an AR, like mistakes happen. They're they're human. Shit happens. That's normal. But like when they're dissecting the fuck out of it in VAR, and then you know spending up a heap of time, blah blah blah, and it's just there's so many different inconsistent stories and rules. I, I literally don't know what's going to be what anymore. Yeah, like that handball exactly. at the time, I'm like, okay, I've fucking seen that being given as a handball a dozen times in the last twelve months. That's a handball. Yeah. I'm like, that's a fucking handball. And then to have that ripped away from you in the last kick of the game, it's like, well, if, what's like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's so it's fucking a fucking kick in the guts, hey? Yeah. yeah, it's an absolute kick in the guts. And I know, um, Jono, shout out to uh, our good mate. Um, kind of explained it after because it was like, yeah. Within a distance that he couldn't move his hand away, and I like, yeah, which I, I get, agree with that. I guess, yeah. yeah. But also, yeah. also, you've seen them given before, exactly, and that's where I'm like, oh, "Fuck you, but where's the consistency? Yeah, like, where's the where's the rules?" And mm-hmm. yeah, it gets very nitpicky. But um, yeah, look, anyway, here's what it is. As we always say, like, we try, you know, we should try and win the game outside of. Bad referee calls, anyway. Which Most we should, we which 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 we should have. I think I thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, a lot of good opportunities. Most of the possession. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like yeah, four shots on target to their one, seventeen shots altogether to their eight. Um, that just says it there. But, you know, it. Yeah, it's it, it's a tough one to swallow, um, especially with uh, Manchester City winning this morning. But, um, yeah, back to five point lead, and um, we'll, we'll take it. You know yeah. what? Actually, thinking about it right now, it feels really weird to be like, oh, like disappointed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially over the last, you know, sort of 24, 36 months, it's like you would take that. You would take that point. <laughs> exactly. And now it's like, well, fuck, no, it's not enough. It's not good enough. Um, it's, it's a good problem to have, but it really is. It is, it is, mate. Yeah, and um, I'm just glad you know we're, we're here to kind of witness it happen um, yeah. every game. So, yeah, again, here's what it is. We'll move on to the next game, and um, yeah, go from go from there, really. So, yeah. Welcome back to part two for the episode. Do apologise about the brief uh, little intermission there. Um, just had a little break, but uh, getting back into it. Uh, our next game, Oxford, in the FA Cup. It is the FA Cup, isn't it? FA Cup, yeah. We're out yeah. of the AFL Cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, big news, mate. Do you want to tell it or should I? Uh, you jump in, bro. You're fine. Okay. 
Hey, yes, sir. I'm your Smith Rowe, baby. He's My back. Boy. He's back. My boy is back. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. those who don't know, he's... Probably my favourite player in the squad has been since he came in. Um, so I'm fucking pumped to see him back. Um, he's rumoured, like strongly rumoured to start against Oxford in the cup. Um, yeah, like for me, that's going to be a little bit, not emotional, it's a bit fucking gay, but not gay. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be a fucking fun one for me. Um, yeah, I can't wait. For that. I, I, I hope he starts. I hope he gets even if he gets twenty minutes. Man, I'd be stoked there. Yeah, I mean, he was rumored uh, to come back against West Ham. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. I tell you, just want give, like, want, wanting him to have a little bit more of a rest, maybe. Um, I can't yeah. remember the name of the injury he's got, but it's one of those ones that if you don't let it heal properly, it won't take long for it to, you know, go to shit to go to shit again. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's better off being, you know, overly cautious, if anything. Yeah, it's all right. Um, yeah, couldn't agree more uh, with that, especially right now. Like, most of the team is fresh, um, ready to go anyway. Like, we didn't mm-hmm. need to play uh, a meal against West Ham or Brighton or Newcastle. Um, to, bring, to bring him in uh, against a team like Oxford, I think they're in... Um, League One or yeah, yeah, correct. The League One, yeah, okay. Um, it, well, yeah, it, it, it's it's a perfect opportunity for him, really. So he, he is, I'd say, a senior player. You'd nearly call him a senior player, wouldn't wouldn't you? It's hard to when he's like not even twenty four yet. But yeah, yeah. He, he, he is. Yeah, <laughs> he he can't. Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's been around that long. He's been playing. Yeah. Well, same with same with Bukayo as well. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Oh my god, that boy. Oh, he's so good. He's yeah. so, anyway, um, not to go off a tangent about Saka because <laughs> they all day. do so. Yeah. No, it is really good to see um, or to hear a meal back. It really yeah. is. So it's yeah. gonna feel like a new signing in a lot of ways too. Like it's, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of talk about bringing in a new attacker and spending a lot of money on doing so. And we've got one coming in for free, essentially. Like it's, um, yeah, I can't fucking wait, man. Cannot wait. Yeah. Even if he gets fucking 15, 20 minutes, like I'm just, and I know he's buzzing for it too. Like he's can't wait. Um, yeah. Yeah. And throw it back it's, to, it's probably yeah. a good time for him to come back to because he's going to need to ease into it. And this game, for starters, against Oxford, great great um, timing to do that, great team to come up against. But also where he does play, Martinelli's there and he's at a point in... Martinelli's at a point in his game where he can't be taken out of that starting eleven. Like, he's going to yeah. need to be eased into it, and that's going to help his timeline with being injured as well. So, Yeah, exactly, mate. Um, he, yeah, that's, that's yeah, 100% on the money there. Martinelli, yeah, I feel like he could just keep playing and playing and playing. Hey, um, he's just that fucking good. He, Martinelli can't be taken out of the starting 11. Like, in any sort of big game with any sort of weight on it, Martinelli can't not be in that starting eleven. 
it's just I what think it is. For his own like confidence as well, like he just he wants to keep going, and I feel like if he has a bit of a break, like might slow him down a little bit. Like I'm not saying a lot, but like yeah, a little bit. You know? Yeah, potentially, um, but also he's anytime, anytime Martinelli speaks as well, it's always team, team, team. It's never about what he's doing. It's always like, love to see the boys win, love to see the boys playing well, getting results. He just gives a fuck about the team and what's best for the team too. So, Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so you, you want to see him play and mm. obviously he's so... Yeah, such a big part of that team right now in terms of performances and, yeah. Um, well, look, and you and I rate him very, very highly, but, like, I think as a whole across uh, the Premier League, I feel like he's massively, massively fucking underrated. Oh, huge. Yeah, huge. Like, I only think, yeah, enough, like, not enough people give him the credit that he deserves, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um Apart from, like, the big dogs, you know, like Jürgen, um, obviously, Arteta backs him, you know, Ian Wright backs him so much. Like, I know Jürgen Klopp beats his dick a fair bit. Yeah, a lot. Hey, I love to, I love to hear it. And yeah. um, he deserves it. He really does. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's the biggest point from... Excuse me. Oh, sorry about that. Um, that's the biggest point from the for the Oxford game. Um, obviously, I'd love to see us do well in in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. We we always do well in the FA Cup, really. And um, yeah, it, it's a good yeah, like, you know. Hypothetically speaking, if we don't happen to win the Prem and um, you know we don't happen to win the Europa League, which I have full faith that the boys can do both. Um, Maybe not both, but one or the other, sorry. Yeah, the FA Cup's also there to win too. So mm-hmm. another important important competition to win. Um, yeah. Especially in these early stages of that tournament specifically, like it's a great chance for El Nenny to get minutes, um, you know, Sambi to get minutes. Oh, Nelson's injured now, but, you know, Marquinhos, Emil to come back in to get these guys that aren't getting a load of minutes to come in and show what they can do and play a role in, play their role in that squad. Exactly right. Yeah. Just, um, you know, if it was, if we were coming up against like a West Ham in like an early stage, it'd be probably a different story, but it's with all due respect, Oxford. Um, yeah. You know, you can play Matt Turner in goal. That's not an issue. You can play, you know, Rob Holding, whoever you want. Like it's, should be a no, no contest. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Um, another player I'd love to see get more minutes is obviously Fabio Vieira. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I could go through a lot of names there, but I think he's the one that stands out for me the most. Um, yeah, probably killing for some minutes, as they all would be, like Lukonga and El and even Marquinhos probably get a bit of a run tomorrow mm-hmm. up against Oxford, sorry. Um yeah, I think Fabio Vieira really needs to to get some minutes under his belt. Um, he's still got a lot of fans to prove, I think, um, that he's you know he's worth the uh, the dollar that we signed him for. Um, Which was a lot, in fairness. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially, I mean, I never really heard of him before he moved over. To, um, yeah, to be fair, so and that's no disrespect to him. I just 
He's not a big, big, big name. And, um, and it's, it's the league as well that he was playing in. Like, yeah, he got in the Tampa yeah. season for Portuguese league, but it's not something most fans will keep tabs on. It's just simply not. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah. But I'd love to see him yeah, get some minutes and really perform well. Um, another player I'd love to see get some confidence underneath his belt more, more than anything is Matt Turner. Mm. Um, <laughs> during that, well, I think you may watch one more USA game than I did, but one or two maybe. Um, I remember you just saying he was fucking shaky with his feet. It was the game against Holland, and he was fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not good when you yeah, when you play for a team that. And that's putting it as nicely as I can put it. Here. I don't know how he got, he got he got man of the match that game too. I don't know how, but he got man of the match that game. Yeah, look, I, I don't know either, but um, yeah, good good shot stopper. But if we wanted mm. to have a shot stopper as our you know backup keeper, we probably probably would have kept uh, Lena. But anyway, mm. um, so yeah, I think confidence is just his biggest. Key at the, at the moment, um, just needs to get that confidence really. So, yeah, and hopefully, I think you yeah. can like with confidence, you can be there or thereabouts as a backup, but anything more than that, sort of out of the question. I think that Arsenal, that is, yeah, we'd be, I think, we'd be fucking up shit creek if um, if Ramsdale got injured and he was our number one um, keeper, you know, yeah, yeah. And and that's yeah, pretty harsh from him, but it's the truth, I think. So mm-hmm. yeah, unless he can get some confidence and you know start playing well with his feet, playing out from the back, which obviously everyone knows we do anyway. So yeah, anyway, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I think I, that Oxford game's a bit of a formality, for lack of a better word. It's um, a good chance to get the young guys and the role players some minutes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, outside of a result, I don't think that's in question whatsoever. Yeah, and just on that now um, is where we start falling into a big, big problem um, in terms of obviously Eddie and Kelly is our number one striker now at the moment. So the question is asked: Obviously, you can't play 180 minutes. So now, uh, you know, who do we? Who like we have to bring someone in? We have to. Um, I don't believe. I mean, not to my knowledge, that we have like a, a young striker ready to come in and, and fill his shoes as a replacement, like a backup striker. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Balogun's at France and killing it. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. So now the question has to be asked: like, how long can Eddie sustain this for? I guess you know. And especially with this game, bearing in mind we've got the North London Derby is the next game in the league following that right after. So exactly can't really afford to risk him, I don't think. Fuck no. Fuck not, for a, no. not for a full 90. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe well, maybe this is where we start playing Martinelli up top and, and maybe um, Smith Rowe, providing that he's 100% fit, plays our left. My thoughts exactly, yeah. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
fuck, we're too close, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but seriously. And then, yeah, I, I don't know. Then bring on someone like Mike Kinios to play uh, like a, a cheeky little 30 minutes in the second half for, for Smith Rowe or, for, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's This is the problem that we're all not wanting to think about, I guess. But now's now's the time that's inevitable, really. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So um, what happens? Might move yeah. on to that North London derby that's looming in what ten days from when we're recording. <laughs> yeah, ten days. So ten we're going days. away to is it London Stadium? Is that what they're called now? Uh, fuck final actually. Um, <laughs> No, I, it used to be at used to be at Shot Art Lane, but I think it's. <laughs> now. I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. Um, so, yeah, gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting game. Um, do you have any thoughts to kick us off, mate? I've realistically I've, like. Like, yeah. we don't have a great record of going away to Spurs over the last few years and getting three points in the league. Not not a great record, not a bad one, but not a great one. Um, I have all the fucking confidence in the world that we go there and get three points, and that's not a banter, bias or whatever. Like, it's just what I think will happen. Um, they aren't playing well at all. Um and they're going to be negative and they're going to play right into our hands. And defensively, I think they're very, very shaky. Um, mm. And we're going to be – we're in superb form, have been all year, and it's just going to be a game that I feel we're going to turn up for and go there. And I feel like it's going to be fairly similar to that game at Stanford Bridge earlier in the year where we went there, dominated the whole game and won – was it 2-0? Yeah, I think it was 2-0. Yeah, yeah, 2-0. I think, yeah. I think it's going to be very, very similar to that. We're going to have all of the ball. They're not going to know what to do. Kane, in fairness, Kane loves going a penalty against us. He'll probably get a penalty. We love giving probably. away a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think it's... Yeah, I think that game's written in the stars already, I think. No, I love, I love the confidence, mate. Absolutely like, I love have it. way more confidence in that game than I do with... Newcastle the other day, way more confidence, yeah. probably twice as much. <laughs> and just really quick, it's actually called um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, okay. Which is even worse. It's yep. fucking gross. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I, I fully, I well and truly back that, mate, because, mm-hmm. yeah, between uh, Emerson Royale and Dave, Davidson Sanchez, like Eric Dyer, Long way, awful. They terrible. Have, they have Romero. He's class yeah. defender. That's it. Outside of that, I've got no issues there. And is he back? Well, I'm assuming he probably be back for the. I believe he's back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's a good defender. Yeah. Hate to say it, he is hundred um, percent. Mm-hmm. Going back to our conversation a little bit earlier, I think it's going to be the exact same thing. Yeah, it's just. They're going to defend. We're going to have like 70% possession. Um, they're going to be shit going forward. I'll just have a few counterattacks. I think it's, yeah, I couldn't agree more with what you said, mate. I think they're going to be shit. They are shit. Um, <laughs> always have, always will be. 
Um, but yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a draw. If there was a draw out of it, um, knowing just how aidsy they are, mm-hmm. yeah, and obviously how defensive they are. But yeah, I don't see us losing it. That's for sure. Yeah. If you had to give um, an early score prediction, what would you say? Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna say three one again. I reckon. Yeah. Is okay. that that's that was straight one, three one last game. Yeah, yeah. Kane scored a pen. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, I think they're just going to score a pen. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What about yourself, mate? Uh two nil. Two nil. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I'd love to see us keep keep more clean sheets. I would love to see it. Absolutely yep. love to see it. Um. But yeah, I. I mean, it's still a little while away. We can obviously touch a little bit more on it when the game gets a little bit closer as well. Yeah, um, we'll for sure record before the end anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. So, yeah. Um, yeah, 10 days away, though. Fuck, that's frustrating. Yeah. I thought we were going to play this weekend as well. Yeah, so did I. I think that's when the cup game's on. Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. To be fair, um, the boys do need a big, big rest. Any mm-hmm. rest they can get, really. So, well, there's only what three days between West Ham and Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So they need a rest, hundred percent. But um, yeah, anyway, so we'll touch a bit more about that, a lot more about that. Sorry, when the game gets a little closer. For sure. But, um, yeah, uh, man. On... Let's move on to January rumors. Uh, so we're what, six days into January now, and. From what I understand, the only rumours with any sort of real momentum behind them are the first one, not so much, but potentially Yao Felix on a loan, um, which we can dive into that a little bit. I'm not super invested in that. but And uh, Mudrick as well from Shakhtar. So, yeah, everyone knows about Mudrick. And they've obviously set a big, big, big dollar value on him now, um, which is fucking, like, this huge 88 million pound, was it? Yeah, 88 million pound, yeah. That's a lot of money. We've never spent that money before, ever, yeah. um, on one player. Obviously, we, we spent 75 on Pepe, and he was a bit of a flop. I don't know if that's a bit harsh to say, but... Just didn't fit. Didn't fit. Didn't fit. Yeah, we'll say that. We'll say that. Um, yeah. Well, like, I haven't seen a lot of him. Um, like we said on our last podcast, Edu and Arteta, well, yeah, haven't made, yeah, Arteta hasn't made a bad signing. Um, we were obviously talking about that before. Like, um, I think you said everyone kind of questioned. 50 mil for um for uh, Ben White. Mm-hmm. However, now we'd probably, you know, we'd spend 100 and, like, is that fucking good? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, like, it, it's, yeah, full confidence in them in signing someone. If they want someone, they're going to be fucking good, so. Yeah, I've thought about that more since we last spoke about it. Um, all of the signings that Mikel and Edward brought in since Mikel's been there, there's been a bit of question marks about it, and they've all been justified. 
Um, I'm sure you remember when Ramsdale got brought in, there was a load of banter saying, oh, he's been relegated with every team, blah, 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 he's shit, whatever. Like, who's talking about him now? Not a person. Tommy (laughs) Asu, like I remember on Sky Sports, they're like, oh, um, Tommy Asu doesn't know what he is. Is he a centre-back? Is he a right-back? Is he a left-back? And then this season he's proved that he's all three. Um, <laughs> then who else have they brought in? You know, oh, but I mean, like Zinchenko, Jesus, like they were proven they were always going to do at least reasonably well, and they've exceeded that so far. I think. Um, who else have they brought in? Um, Obviously Matt Turner, but you know Matt Turner, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's probably the one-off actually. That's the yeah. outlier, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like yeah. whoever. Mikel and Edu have their heart and mind set on for what's going to work for this team, like individually and as a squad, I'm fucking all in on. I don't care who it is, how much it is. I'm, you know, if it is ends up being 88 million on Mudrick and they're confident in that, I'm dead confident in it. Like it is what it is. There's a fuckload of money, stupid money, um, for a guy that's played, you know, less than 30 games for Shakhtar. Um, yeah, is a young guy. He fits the mold, the timeline, all of that. Obviously, he looks super, super talented from you know highlight packages and stuff that I've watched. Um, apparently, he's highly sought after. You know, Chelsea are flirting with potentially making an offer. All of that. Um, they had scouts at the City Chelsea game this morning. Um, but yeah, eighty eight millions a lot. Um, but yeah, and Mudrick has also been very public about wanting to come to Arsenal and Arsenal and that's it. That's his priority. Um, it's either stay at Shakhtar or come to Arsenal and that is bottom line. Um, so, you know, Chelsea can throw their money around, do their thing, but if he doesn't want to go there, he's not going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Um, it seems that, yeah, it's obviously very evident that he does want to come to Arsenal. And that's definitely going to work in our favour too. So, well, Look, every of our last three games that Arsenal have played, he's put up a you know Instagram story of watching Arsenal and just like just constantly just fucking putting up Arsenal shit on his story, doing interviews, talking about Arsenal, saying that's where he wants to go. It's just it's it's written in the sand. It's literally just uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. literally just a money thing at the end of the day. It's um. Yeah, I don't know because they initially wanted a hundred million for him, and they were very public about that. Um, and now they've been knock, knocked it down to eighty-eight. Um, whether they go down again, I don't know. Um, my, I feel like it's not going to happen in January. It's not going to happen this window, though. That's, yeah, what, that's where I'm not. at. Yeah, if, like it's if really... they are dead set firm on eighty-eight million pound, it won't happen this window. No. Um... Which really leads into like the next question is you know we're we're fucked. Um, <laughs> who do we sign? Because we still do need to sign a forward. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of brings us to our next uh, point of view, I guess, is uh, Joao Felix. Um, which, from what I've been, from what we've both been reading, obviously, is fucking absurd. Um, his wages alone are outrageous. He'd be the highest paid player at Arsenal. Would he? Yep. 
Wow, fuck, I didn't. Wait, who's how high is it at the moment? Azus. Yeah, okay. And he's on like 220 or two. I think he's under like 230, 250, and then okay. Felix on like 280. Yeah, that's wild. Absolutely wild. Um, and Atletico want a signing on fee to take him on loan. I think like the total loan, fees, like, the total fees added up to like twenty million for like a six month loan, which is just nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, don't get me wrong, I'd love to see him play at Arsenal because I think he's quite a talented striker, um, mm-hmm. sort of forward actually, really. And he's so limited in what he can do at Atletico because they're such a defensive unit. Mm. Um, whereas, like, if he was with us, he could almost essentially play that Gabriel Azus role where he's tucking back and working his dick off and, you know, creating chances, all of that good stuff that he's very, very good at. Um, I feel like he'd have a lot more freedom with Arsenal, but, yeah, oh, I don't see it as a realistic option, I don't think. Um, but yeah. I, I, I would love it, as you say, but... You know, I'd also love Zendaya to reply to my DMs and stuff. You just, <laughs> don't always get what you want. <laughs> Michael Robbie for me, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. Hey, I don't, I don't see um, Edu and Arteta making that move for Joao Felix. If if that's gonna be the bottom line fee, definitely not. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Um, yeah, Mudrick, it is a shame. I think, didn't we start with 40 and then they wanted uh, we the 60, didn't it? Well, it was the initial bid was 40 million straight up with 20 million in add ons. So 60 in total. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and I think that extra 20 million got paid out over X amount of time. Okay. Yeah, right. It's interesting how they do that, or it's like a bit of a um, a bargaining chip, like a bargaining point, sorry. Well, it um, works. We're still paying for fucking Pepe's transfer fee. Yeah, right, are we? Yeah, yeah. That was over like a five, six-year thing, yeah. Oh, true. It was too. Yeah, it was too. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Coming back for me now. I forgot about that. But anyway, um yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting then to see if we pursue someone else. If we don't, I'm really concerned. I'm very fucking concerned if we do not pursue anyone else um, in this January transfer. Again, I'd, I'd be happy for a six-month loan just at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, that would really get us out of trouble. Even if it's not a like a world-class striker, that's fine. Um, it needs to someone to back up and carry Rotation, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's the um, thing, though, like, it's in two months' time, essentially, and is back to being a backup. Like, it doesn't yeah, have to be, right. you know. It, <laughs> it, what it needs to be is someone who is versatile and can play across a front three, which is where Felix yeah. ticks all of my boxes. Left wing, centre forward, right wing, perfect. Um, and from a hard worker I, as well. Works his ass off all the time. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, Mudrick is predominantly a left-sided player, um, which, you know, great depth. Um, I think he can play on the right. Um, the, yeah, I don't know. The versatile player is what it needs to be. Um, I don't think it needs to necessarily be someone world-class, but that we need someone. Um, and from the way that Mikel has been talking, this 
you know, sort of last two, three weeks in press conferences about the window. He's saying we are working, we will get someone in, we're working, 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 we need someone in. So yeah. I don't, I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm dead confident we'll get someone. Okay, yeah. Whereas I'm glad like, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get someone in. Um, whereas like only... last Sorry. last January, where it was, you know, we needed a striker, and that was evident. Um, Aubameyang weren't playing, Lacazette weren't great. Um, we mm. needed a strike, and we did nothing. Um, we needed depth, we did nothing, and they weren't saying a lot about it at the time. There was no confidence in press conferences, whatever. Um, whereas, like, I've got confidence now. Like, they're talking about it publicly. Like, yeah, okay, we're gonna, we will do, it. we'll get someone. Yeah, um, um, yeah, which which does you know fill me with a bit of confidence. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess, yeah, we are only six days into January. Um, yeah. <laughs> funny time. I think it's just nervous to think about, really. So, yes, yeah. um, yeah, and. I know I wrote off uh, in Cadia in our last couple of podcasts. Um, I still think, like, yeah, he. I think he's a good striker. I still don't think he's as good as Jesus. Um, and he, he might prove me wrong in the next couple, like in the next two months. And I hope he does. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I still don't think he's quite going to take us to that next level. Um, which is what we need. I mean, even the, like this morning, um, this morning's game, like City have that depth, you know. They bring on, I'm pretty sure they, they, they bring on um, Mares and uh, Foden, or did they? No, and um, Grealish. I forget exactly. Who I can't was. remember. I only caught the last sort of 10 minutes of that game. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I can get up here. Hang on. Um, anyway. That depth is what you that depth is what you gets you over the hump. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. But uh, anyway, we'll we'll get there. It can't yep. obviously happen within. Well, yeah, especially now a month. But I guess it's what we've got to be thinking about in the future. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know because that's it's not really fair to say because I know I turned back to Katie one hundred percent. Yep. Um, so oh, the know. whole squad does too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, maybe it's just a back. I know you back him as well. Yeah. Um, myself, on the other hand, I don't have a hundred percent faith in him yet. Mm-hmm. Again, I hope you proves me wrong, but we'll see what happens. So, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, keen to see what does happen. That's for sure. Yeah. Got a lot of football to be played in the meantime before that's before this window is all wrapped up. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Keen to keen to see the boys play. I don't know if I'll be able to watch the FA Car. I don't know what we can watch it on. Uh, I think they're on Ko. I believe. Oh, it's on Ko. Okay. I think. Cool. Okay. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Um, that's all I pretty much wanted to talk about, mate. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, just about ready to wrap it up there, I think, man. I think that's all good. Lovely, mate. Lovely. Um, yeah. Sweet as. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, guys, for spending your time with us and giving us a listen. We really appreciate it. Um, if you're not already following, go give us a follow on Instagram at GunnersGM. Um, feel free to share 
all of that good stuff. Um, we will be back to a more regularly scheduled recording and output of podcasts. It'll be happening at least once a week from here on out. Um, we do, again, apologise for the bit of a break over the holiday, but we're back to normal now. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers, guys.